Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 2, Wild Horse Mountain Retreat. Soon the Adamses pulled up behind the Vargas family in front of their cabins at Wild Horse Mountain Retreat. Dee Dee saw that the teller's van was already parked in front of one of the cabins. She hopped out of the car, and Zack followed right behind her. Zack ran over to greet Chris, Maria, and Willie. Willie had brought his dog, Coco, too. Dee Dee grabbed Zack's leash and ran to catch up. Want to go explore after Sammy and Jenny get here and we are all moved in? Dee Dee asked. Sure, Willie said. I want to go find the horses. Dad says we can go for a ride tomorrow. Your dogs are so cute, a strange voice said. Dee Dee, Willie, Chris, and Maria whirled around at the same time. Who are you? Dee Dee asked, her heart pounding twice as fast as normal. She hadn't realized someone was right behind them. The stranger was a girl with tan skin, jet black hair, and beautiful sparkling black eyes. My name is Ruth Thompson, the girl said, looking at Dee Dee. I'm Dee Dee Adams. This is Maria Vargas and her brother Chris. And I'm Willie Teller. Willie introduced himself. Dee Dee tried to smile and act friendly, but she was still kind of upset. She was sure Ruth had meant to scare them by sneaking up behind them. Then she remembered the lesson at the shoebox last week. I guess I shouldn't be so quick to judge other people, she suddenly thought. Maybe Ruth didn't mean to scare us. No one said anything for a few minutes. Ruth acted nervous the way she shifted back and forth on her feet. She looked like a pine tree swaying in the wind. Anyway, I... Uh, I just thought your dogs were really cute. I like dogs, Ruth said. Thank you, Dee Dee replied. Willie pointed at his dog. That's Coco. He's really friendly. You can pet him if you want. Willie rolled forward and called Coco. Come here, Coco. This is Ruth. Coco stopped playing with Zack and jumped into Willie's lap. Zack shook his head as if he was confused. Then he chased after Coco, but he skidded to a stop when Ruth knelt down in front of him. "'Who are you, little doggie?' Ruth asked as she reached out to pet Zack. Zack wagged his tail and went right up to Ruth. "'That's Zack,' Dee Dee said. "'He's my dog.' Dee Dee tried to keep from feeling jealous while Ruth petted Zack. Worst of all, Zack seemed to like Ruth almost better than he liked anyone else. Suddenly, Ruth jumped to her feet. She stared off into the forest. "'What's the matter?' Chris asked. "'I just thought we were being spied on.' Dee Dee shuddered. She noticed that her friend's faces looked worried, too. You mean there's something in the woods watching us? Ruth turned her head and smiled at Dee Dee. I don't think it's a ghost or anything, if that's what you're afraid of. I think it's probably just my brother. He likes to sneak around as quietly as he can in the woods. Why does he do that? Willie wanted to know. Haven't you ever played cowboys and Indians? Well, yeah, Willie replied. My little brother does too. Only, since we are really Paiute Indians, he likes to be the Indian. So he sneaks around in the woods. Sometimes he plays just by himself, Ruth explained. That sounds like fun, Chris said. My brother is pretty good at sneaking around. He's so quiet he can even sneak up on me before I know he's there. Sometimes he scares me so badly I want to catch him and wrestle him to the ground until he begs for forgiveness. Dee Dee couldn't help but grin. That's exactly how she felt when Ruth scared them. I know that feeling, she said. Willie was watching the woods to see if he could see Ruth's brother, but all he could see were trees, bushes, and wildflowers. He shrugged. What's your brother's name? Eagle Feather, Ruth said. My mother is a full-blooded Paiute Indian. Our family gave us Indian names as well as more common Anglo names like you have. My full name is Ruth Running Deer Thompson, and my brother's name is David Eagle Feather Thompson. Is your family on vacation here? Dee Dee asked. We live here. 
Willie's wide eyes looked around at all the mountains. You mean you get to stay here all the time? Cool. Ruth shook her head sadly. Not all the time. My mom lives here all year because she works at the lodge, but my brother and I go to California to live with our dad during the winter. That way we can spend time with both our parents and go to school too. I'm sorry, Dee Dee said when she realized that the reason Ruth lived in both places was because her parents were divorced. Ruth sighed and changed the subject. I heard you say you were going to find the horses, but the horses aren't at the corrals. A group of trail riders is due to get back today, but they aren't here yet. Are there any other fun places to see, Willie asked. Ruth pointed at a trail that curved around the cabins and disappeared somewhere in the forest. That's a good trail to hike. It goes to a small meadow with lots of yellow and purple and blue wildflowers. Ruth glanced down at the ground. Oh, look, they're so cute. Coco and Zack wrestled in the dirt at Ruth's feet. Willie laughed. It looks like Coco and Zack are having fun. Ruth knelt down and petted Coco and Zack for a minute. Then she stood up and waved goodbye to everyone. I better go see if my mom wants me for anything. Bye! Right after Ruth left, Sammy Tan and his grandparents arrived, followed by Jenny and her mom. Dee Dee and Maria helped Jenny carry her sleeping bag and suitcase into a cabin while Chris, Sammy, and Willie helped Sammy and his grandparents unpack. Look at this, Sammy said after he had taken his suitcase and sleeping bag into his grandparents' cabin. He put a gray cowboy hat on his head. What do you think? You look just like a real cowboy, Dee Dee said. Look at this, Sammy. Willie put on his own black cowboy hat. Sammy laughed. When the shoebox kids gathered in front of the cabins, Dee Dee said, Is everyone ready to go exploring? We sure are. Willie let Jenny hang onto Coco's leash, and they started up the trail. I love the mountains, Dee Dee said. I wish I could live up here all year long. I think you would freeze, Chris said. During the winter, the snow probably gets so deep it covers the cabins. Then I wouldn't have to go to school, Dee Dee replied. Maria was following the trail behind Dee Dee. Dee Dee, you would be so bored if you couldn't go to school. I know how much you like to learn. Maria's right, Sammy said. You are the best student of all of us. You'd be bored if you couldn't go to school. Suddenly, Willie froze. Did anyone hear that? Hear what? Jenny asked. I thought I heard a noise in the bushes, Willie said. It came from right over there, and I thought I saw something move, too. I didn't hear anything, Chris said. Dee Dee shook her head. I didn't see anything moving. Neither did I, Sammy agreed. Stop trying to scare us. Willie stared at the forest. I'm not trying to scare anyone. If no one else heard anything or saw anything, then I guess I must be imagining it. Unless it was Eagle Feather, maybe he's watching us and we just can't see him, Dee Dee thought. She looked at Zack, but Zack didn't act like anyone was out there either. Jenny looked at Coco, who was sniffling the air in the direction Willie had been pointing. Maybe Coco smells something, she said. But Zack doesn't act like he heard or saw anything, and he doesn't act like he smells anything either. Zack is a good watchdog, Dee Dee bragged. If there is anything, or anyone out there, he would know it. Willie lifted Coco into his lap and wheeled up the trail. Okay, everyone, let's keep going, Chris said. If you haven't noticed, it gets dark pretty fast in the mountains. Let's go a little farther and then turn around and go back so we don't miss supper. Chris is right, Sammy said, pushing his cowboy hat back on his head. Let's go so we can get back for supper. Ten minutes later, Chris stopped abruptly. Dee Dee and Zack nearly crashed into him. Dee Dee stopped as fast as she could, but Zack kept going and pulled the leash out of Dee Dee's hand. What did you stop so quickly for, Chris? Dee Dee asked as she reached down to grab Zack's leash. 
I thought I heard something this time, Chris said, but I guess it was just the wind blowing through the pine trees. Just as Dee Dee tried to grab Zack's leash, Zack raised his head sharply, his ears pointed ahead on the trail. In a flash, he bolted away. Zack! Zack! Come back here right now! Dee Dee called. But Zack didn't stop. Dee Dee and her friends could hear Zack barking all the way up the trail. Then, all at once, Zack stopped barking. The sudden silence was eerie. Willie wrapped his arms around Coco in a bear hug so he wouldn't get away, too. Yip, yip, yip! Ruff, ruff! Coco barked and tried to race after Zack, but Willie held on tight. What's the matter with you, Coco? Stop barking, Willie pleaded. None of the shoebox kids knew what to do. They kept waiting for Zack to come trotting down the trail wagging his tail, but he never came back. I I think something happened to Zack, Dee Dee's voice quivered. Let's go look for him. Dee Dee led the way with Chris, Jenny, Maria, Willie, and Sammy right behind her. The sun dipped behind the mountains, making it darker. I'm not going back to the cabins until I find Zack, she thought, even if I have to search the whole forest at night by myself. The trail wound slowly up the hill like a snake. Around every turn in the trail, Dee Dee expected to see Zack waiting for her with his tail wagging, but after ten minutes there still was no sign of Zack. At least the trail is wide and not too steep, Willie said. Zack wouldn't have gone too far, Jenny said hopefully. Chris looked at the sky. If we don't get back to the cabins pretty soon, our parents will be worried. Everyone stop, Willie whispered excitedly. He had been walking very slowly with his eyes glued to the trail looking for tracks. The shoebox kids froze. What is it? Willie whispered. Sammy knelt down to inspect something on the trail. Did you notice this, Dee Dee? Dee Dee bent down to look where Sammy was pointing. She shook her head. I don't see anything. That's just it, Dee Dee. Zack's tracks have vanished. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 10, Adventure on Wild Horse Mountain, written by Eric Stoffel, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.